Hey everyone, it's Emmanuel here. Uh, it is April 9th, 2020, episode four, and we have a special guest. We have my fiance, Jessica, soon to be Jessica Zavios. And we are just excited here um, because we want to talk to you about a very important subject, which is narcissism and healing. And is there how can the emotion code and body code help you out? So first of all, I'm very grateful that she's here, that she volunteered for this. And I want to start off with a couple of questions. That way you guys get to know her a little bit more. So the first thing is this, is just, if you can, just you know, introduce yourself for those listeners who don't know who you are and what you do for a living. And so uh, we, let's just start there. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Hi, my name's Jessica. I am an Emotion Code Certified Practitioner, soon to be Body Code body code certified. Um, I love what I do. I love being able to help so many amazing people. I love helping people through this topic, actually, that we're talking about today, narcissism and helping those who have been affected by it, overcome it and empower women and men who have been victims of this. And so I love being able to help people talk to them through that as well. Great. So let, let's let's get into the uh, bread and butter here. So uh, the first thing is, you know, what is narcissism? You know, because a lot of people they have, you know, they've read different blogs, maybe they've read different books, but you know, I think one of the most beautiful things is you've experienced it for yourself. You know, to experience something and to read about something is really quite different. You know, and so um, so what is narcissism, and why did you decide to go on a learning binge about what? a binge, sorry, a learning binge about what a narcissist does and like how one behaves. Yeah. So I actually had no idea what this term was for years. I was in a long term relationship with someone who for years, I could not figure out what was off. Um, I kept thinking, is he bipolar? Does he have an extreme case of ADD or ADHD? One therapist that I went to was certain that he was schizophrenic but none of it really fully seemed to make sense um, after years of researching and studying it until one day I read some quote about narcissism and parents who enable their kids with certain tendencies that were listed on this quote. And my ex had all of them. And I was like, what in the world is narcissism? And I had never heard of that before. And then from then on, I studied and learned all that I could about this topic And that finally all made sense to me. My partner was very good at making me feel like I was the one with all the problems. And if you stay with a narcissist long enough, you will start questioning yourself because they are very good at trying to make you look like you are the crazy one. And you start thinking that way and believing that. And am I? And, you know, you start like questioning everything. And so, um, yeah, I, I definitely had that going on. And then they're, they're also very good at controlling people in every situation. They're very manipulative. They are also very entitled. Um, they're abusive in every way possible. Um, they have no remorse. They have no conscience at all. Like they don't know right from wrong. They don't care if it benefits them. They're just going to do it. Um, they will, they'll make so many broken promises, things like I'll change or I'll go to therapy with you for you. And then they actually never do it. They just know all the perfect things to say to keep you strung along 
long enough that so that you will stay um let's see other smaller things that they do are they will drain you completely they'll leave you with zero self-confidence they're heavily addicted to all sorts of different things they have to have the nicest and the newest things and they keep chasing after thing after thing after thing they'll say things to you like oh once we have this car then we'll be happy once we have this house then we'll be happy and it's really just them chasing things and they end up never even being happy like nothing is ever good enough for them they'll have a high rage they'll just completely freak out throw things break things they really act like a child throwing tantrums they're very charming um they're they tend some tend to be risk takers thrill seekers that type of a personality they have zero empathy they only think about themselves and what benefits themselves they're very hypocritical and you'll see them very often in active in church they'll portray to be a certain way and then They'll come home, take off their mask, and then they're back to their real true self. So sometimes you'll see, like if you're in a relationship with them, you'll see them at church um, saying amazing things. And you're like, wow, like, holy cow. Like, I had no idea he believed that or felt that way. Second he comes home, it's like back to the abusive, controlling self. And then you're just like, it confuses you. It's very, it's very confusing to see someone like that. Um, Sorry, a couple more things. They're pathological liar. Um, The lie about... Anything and everything. The weirdest things that are just crazy. Um, One side note to make though, are there are different types of narcissists and different layers or like extremities of them. So not, some people have some of these tendencies, some people have all of them. So that's one thing to keep in mind is there's just different layers to them. Perfect. So I know we're getting a lot out of this here. So you're maybe taking notes. Um, Some of you guys probably are, uh, in a narcissistic relationship right now, and maybe you hearing Jessica talk about it, you're like, oh no, those are all the things that he has. Uh, or maybe you've been in one. So whether you've been in one or you know of a friend who's been in one or you are currently in one, uh, this would be a great podcast to get something from, uh, or you can share it to a friend and be like, hey, uh, I love you. This is my Christmas gift, birthday gift, another Christmas gift, another birthday gift, you know, and then uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll appreciate you because it is kind of like, um, I mean, from what I've heard from Jessica, sometimes it's like um, she like woke up. There was a kind of a moment where it just all dawned on her. But why do we have to wait for that time? You know, why if you if you get informed about this, there's a reason why you're listening to this. And um, but anyway, I want to kind of continue here. So I want to ask, you know, you consider yourself an empath, right? So what does that word or term mean to you? Also, do you feel it's important to know like what type of a person you are to know like how to like protect yourself? Yeah, so my entire life I've known that I've been a little different than others around me. Um, every holiday or like family reunion, I would get really sick. I've never liked to be in big crowded areas. I would, I would just get overwhelmed immediately. And I remember one time when I was young I was probably maybe six years old maybe seven or eight actually um but there was someone that made a comment a not a not so nice comment to somebody else it wasn't like super bad or rude but I just remember it was like uncomfortable and instantly I felt like someone had just like punched me in the stomach and 
I literally felt for that person. And I remember like almost feeling like I was going to pass out. It was just this very extreme, interesting thing that I experienced. And I've had that constantly happen all throughout my life. Basically just feeling you'll be in a room, um, you'll be at a restaurant and a waiter will say something to someone at the table and you will literally just feel like for that person. And so it's been things like that, that I've experienced some things that I've learned to do. Um, first of all, realize if you, if you are also an empath, yes, it is extremely exhausting. It's an exhausting quality to have, but it's also so beautiful and so rewarding. And just a couple things that I've recently found different things to protect myself. Um, one is to shield yourself. Emmanuel has a beautiful thing on his Facebook about a new way to shield yourself that Dr. Bradley just came up with. It's beautiful. It's also on YouTube as well. If you want to go on there, uh, just look up compass healing and then put like shield or compass healing shielding on the search bar and you might be able to find it and just follow along um, on the mantra and that'll help you to get this new shield right away. Yeah, perfect. And then another thing that I've done is this is huge. So define and express your relationship needs. This one, like I said, is just huge and it's, it's a must for a relationship. So the person that you're in the relationship with really needs to understand this side of you. They need to be able to accept it, to love and support you with it because it it can be a lot. I can admit that (laughs) like it's, it's a lot for both sides for sure. Um, but if you're, if you have a partner that can love you and support you through it, you, it empowers you more than you even know. There's different sides of this. There's some that are like one of my previous relationship. I was more on like the victim side of the empath. And then for years I was stuck in that. Like majority of my life, I would say I was more of that side of it. And then more recently throughout this past year, once you're in a healthy, happy relationship, it literally transforms into you you transform into a beautiful butterfly almost. It's like a empowered empath. I don't really know if there's a real term for it, but that's just kind of how I've felt that it's become. Um, Can we just say it's like E squared, uh, empowered empath? She's going to coin that from now on. <laughs> um, yes. And so, okay. So if you, if you are going to, if you are in an this relationship, like I was saying, it is, it's really hard if you aren't understanding of each other in this aspect. And there are healings that Emmanuel and I can both do to help both of you to be able to be more understanding of each other, more empathetic to each other and help harmonize that relationship better. Another thing too, is to take time for you. Take many time out. Me, it's the bathtub. Like bathtub is my safe place. Like that's just kind of where I just release toxins and then and working out is really good reading has become my guilty pleasure lately I've never really enjoyed that until this past year it's I love reading self-development self-improving books that helps me out a lot another one is to set boundaries and so this is an absolute must and I can help you set them we can Emmanuel and I both can do some energy healing work to help you be able to set them as well Meditating has been amazing and wearing crystals. 
has been huge too. That I've noticed a huge change. There's some ones that are black tourmaline, red jasper, black obsidian, and hermatite. Those ones help a lot, help empaths a lot. Great. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and so again, the, the crystal, some of you guys said, oh my gosh, she said that too fast. Um, just in case, uh, I think you said um, hermatite, black tourmaline, red jasper, and black obsidian. So, um, okay, great. So now <clears throat> just kind of curious, like, I mean, I kind of know the answer to this, but I want everyone to kind of know is, uh, you know, how have you healed personally? Because this is important because... I don't want her, you know, it's very important to like, you know, there's a very great quote that I like. This is, you buy someone's opinion, you buy their lifestyle. So you don't want to like listen to Jessica and then she's had no experience about something. You want somebody who's been through the trenches and has gotten out and has received hope and change and is coming back to let you guys know that it's possible. So how have you healed uh, personally? Okay, first of all, you have helped so much. So I just want to publicly thank you for all that you've done to help me. Um, I I had never heard about Emotion Code until I met you. Um, we had our first session almost a year ago. And we started with the heart wall and we started with anxiety. I had extremely high anxiety that with the um, within literally the first couple sessions, I was able to stop all of my medication that I was on within literally a week. It was mind blowing. And honestly, I was my, I guess I was actually kind of addicted to it because I tried stopping it between my pregnancies. I would, I had my first baby and then I had severe anxiety. I had to get back, I had to get put on some anxiety medication. And then before I tried stopping or before I got pregnant with my youngest one I literally for a year I I couldn't stop this medication for a year I literally was my body was just like dependent on it I would have these like brain twitches inside my head where it was like I don't know just very glitchy I guess but um the crazy part was I was not able to stop that for a year and literally within a week of sessions with you I was able to stop immediately so that was amazing and a blessing in and of itself and so clearing the heart wall, that was amazing. Um, triggers have been a little difficult this past year. I used to, so one thing too with, um, so I had, I had severe PTSD trauma from this narcissistic relationship. It affected every relationship I was in afterwards. Um, not just dating wise, but relationship with my kids, my family, it was definitely a part of life. And so I used to get triggered for sure multiple times a day. And I would say after, after a few sessions, I, my triggers instantly started going down. I probably for our first six months of our relationship, I would say I maybe got triggered once a month, maybe. I feel like, and since then, it's literally just getting lower and lower and lower. So, um, yeah, that's been that's been a beautiful thing to watch those go down and to see the changes in myself. It's I kind of was stuck in a victim place for a while, which I think you kind of are allowed to be because we are victims of this. 
but it's not good to stay in that place. It's good to grow through it, learn through it, and then literally empower yourself and you can help other people through it, which I love doing. That's been everything I've went through. Honestly, I am grateful for because it's helped me to be able to help so many other people. So that's been, that's been a beautiful thing. And then we've done some sessions that were pertaining strictly to, um, like the relationship that I had with this person. What were some other ones that you remember? Uh, I, I remember that, um, you know, we asked like, you know, are there any imbalances that are still causing symptoms of PTSD? Um, you know, and one of the major things that I noticed too, is that, um, I always, I wish I can say, I think I, I told someone this and they said, wow, that was kind of deep. And I'm like, and I think I made it up. But anyway, the, um, the one time I'll take the credit, uh, anyway, but, uh, it, it was, I said that the, the, I think it was something to the extent of this is that, um, the, what's really sad about getting bullied is the bullying that happens behind closed doors. And what I mean by that is that when you get bullied by someone, that's not the horrible effect of it. Like, of course that person's sad, they're angry, they're frustrated, they feel resentment, they feel bitter that someone did something to them, but it's what happens when the energy stay in the person's body, starts affecting the tissue, starts affecting the organs, starts affecting all these different things, that they start having physical ailments in the body. All of a sudden, they start getting IBS symptoms. All of a sudden, they get headaches more. They get fatigued more. See, that's came from could have been from one bullying event. I don't know about you, but it sounds like the narcissist is taking the empath for a punching bag. And if that person's getting bullied all the time, guess what? That empath might have left the war, but the battle has just begun within herself. And I just, with her, uh, with Jessica, um, you know, so many times, like, she's had health issues here and there, just, you know, like, um, just certain symptoms, IBS symptoms. And, and it's just like, every time I go in there, it's just like, there it is, same ages, like, like this age, this age, this age. I'm like, I'm like, same person? She's like, yep. I'm like, same person? Yep. It's like, I realize there's a pattern here that a lot of her health issues came from the tolerance of an abusive relationship and then, um, and staying within it. And so I'm warning everyone here, if you are in a narcissistic abuse relationship, or if you were in one, be careful. There might be health issues coming up, not to scare you, but uh, it's what happens when you leave these emotional energies in your body. Uh, or it's like, it's like she was saying, it may, um, hurt you in your relationships in the future like you're still kind of like in in like war and in a war outfit you know yeah and one one other thing too that i just remembered too is if you are in the kind of relationship i was in i was never allowed to talk or to express myself or share my feelings so being in a relationship with someone like that you can only imagine how many trapped emotions are stuck inside of you and you get they push you down so far down with you have no more self-worth no self-confidence that you have no one to turn to and so if you're in these kind of relationships I fully understand it I have been there I know exactly what you're going through what you're talking about um and you have someone to talk to I wish I had somebody to talk to while I was going through it because I had nobody nobody in my family even same thing like None of us are this way, and so none of us even knew someone could be this way, and so it's hard finding someone to talk to, but it makes a lot of sense why those trapped emotions were stuck in those ages, because you're not able to talk. You're not able to have a voice, and so 
what else to do than just bury it deep, deep inside. Great point. Um, so now let's, let's get a little bit raw here. Um, so this is, um, if, if, if it's past your bedtime, <clears throat> you may not want to listen to this part. No, I'm just joking. But um, I just want to ask you, what do you want to tell people who are in a relationship and have problems sort of like having the power to leave them if they're like beyond toxic? Like, can you just be totally raw, unfiltered? Because sometimes, you know, like I used to tell my coach or my coaches sometimes, don't tell me what you what I what I want to hear. Tell me what I need to hear. So if you can share some thoughts on that. Yeah, definitely. So the best advice that someone gave me that I'm going to give you guys is stop hoping they are going to change. Stop waiting for them to turn back into the person that you fell in love with. That person does not exist and they never did exist. This one was hard for me to except I literally was waiting, waiting years and years and years for this person to go back to who I fell in love with, to who I thought they were. But the sad reality is that person never existed. And so that's the first thing I would do is if, if this is resonating with you, if things are sounding very familiar, then you really need to first just do that. Just accept what is real um, and look at your, your current relationship and just see it today for what it really is. Don't live in a fairy tale like I did and wait for them to turn back into Prince Charming. Or you may catch yourself saying things like I used to say, like one day he'll do this or one day it's going to be like this. Or I kept thinking this one day I lived my life. I started living my life of one day, one day, one day. And that's, that's not reality. So just try and just see it for what it is today. This is reality. Try and see it in a very realistic way. Not that fairy tale, hopeful, hopefully a, ha- ho- uh, hopefully a happy ever after because that just isn't reality. Yeah, great point. Um, yeah, we don't want to live in a fairy tale. Uh, so that's, 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 that's really good. And again, um, some of these things that like in our podcast is again, uh, this is just our advice, you know, and, and what she believes in. And the the reality is, is like, there's a saying where it says you want to buy someone's opinion, you buy their lifestyle. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of sound biased a little bit because, you know, obviously she's my fiance. She found love or we're, we're happier than ever. But honestly, there's um, what she has now on my side, which a lot of listeners probably don't have is she has the contrast now. She has the good, healthy relationship. You know, she, I know she feels edified. I always speak highly about her. I always uh, make her feel like, you know, uh, if, if I make a mistake in our relationship, um, it's pretty quick that we say the sorry and we come back together even stronger. I mean, it's just very different. I mean, she, if we were to throw her back into her old narcissistic relationship, uh, she would, she wouldn't know what to do with herself. She'd probably run out of the the house um, screaming, you know, Gaiaka, Gaiaka, which is like what Chinese people say when like, um, you know, during uh, Godzilla chasing them because she just doesn't res. She can't, once your mind expands, it can't go back. And so, um, but yeah, I, I really feel like, um, so that's kind of cool. It's like, it's like, listen to someone who has been there, got out, not only got out, but is like now is empowered. One thing is just getting out and you're like beat up and like, you're still dealing with the energies. She's gotten out 
and she's healed herself. That's a very big difference. And now she's speaking from a point of power. So that's why I wanted her to come on this podcast because she's been through a journey, guys. She's been through it. And uh, and I had someone else earlier to say, hey, talk about narcissism. I'm like, eh, I think you're talking to the wrong person here. I think there's someone that has been through the trenches and she has a message. So um, let's do this real quick. I have a couple more questions here. Um, is what... Um, yeah. So what book do you recommend clients when they are wondering if they are in a narcissistic relationship? Okay. So there's a book that's called Women Who Love Too Much. It is amazing. It changed my life completely. Helped wake me up and see relationships for what they really are. It also helped see why you're in those kind of relationships because I'm not going to put the whole blame on my X like there's there's certain things the empath side like the victimized empath side that kind of led you for that narcissist to be attracted to you you know so there's things that also help with that for you to see like oh okay this makes sense this makes sense why he fell for me um because I was super passive back then I had no backbone just let whatever go um that helped me see those things as well um but yeah that book is amazing it also helped me from I was engaged. I was going to marry a guy who had some of these same qualities. And so that helped really wake me up and see, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what am I about to get into? That's great. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that. Um, I know um, here's something that's on someone's mind right now. uh, If you haven't had it at some point while we're talking is, do you feel if there is any hope Uh, Do you feel like there's hope for the narcissistic, like to get healing, get emotion code, body code healing? Great question. Um, okay, so to get a true narcissist to even admit he has any faults is going to be a very, very hard thing to do. So if your partner is admitting that they have some of these qualities, if they sincerely want to change, it's a difference of you're in the middle of a fight, you're about to leave, and him just like promising you the world and like, oh, oh, no, 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 like, stay, 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 please, 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 I'm so sorry, like, I'll change, I'll do it, I'll find like, right now, I really, really mean it. If that's happening, no. Like he doesn't mean it, but if he sincerely is like, comes to you, not in the middle of a fight, but on a different time and really is wanting to change and get help and, um, admits, like I said, admits that he has some of these problems, then yes, I really do think there is hope for that person. I feel like there are full blown narcissists and then there are people who have, like I said, some tendencies of it. So it just kind of depends on where you're at and where that person is at also, like on that scale of narcissism. So, um, yeah, because they, narcissists believe that they, if, if they're a full-blown narcissist, they fully believe that they are higher and better and mightier than you and they have no faults and that you're the only one that needs help. So it depends if, if that's not happening, if that's not going on, then yes, I really do think that there is hope for that person. That's great. And, um, uh, so one of the things that, um, I remember we were like in a car and I go like, um, I was like, Hey babe, uh, like, am I like a narcissist? I, I, do you, I don't know if you remember me. <laughs> I do remember. That. Yeah. I was, I was like, I don't know if I said like, like, do I have narcissistic qualities or am I a narcissist? And she told me the most gratifying words of my life. She's like, if you're asking that question, then you're probably not a narcissist or like, remember I was like, I was like, and so the fact that I was 
humble enough to be like is there something wrong with me or like do i need help yeah because every honestly if you look at the list if you pull up online the whole narcissistic list of everything i mean right now in a world we live in a narcissistic world we do i mean everyone that's posting these photos of themselves every day like yeah that is kind of a narcissistic trait you know but it doesn't mean you're a full-blown narcissist no so yeah it's kind of i think everyone Every human out there has some part of a trait of narcissistic um, characteristic or something like that. But no. But for you to be like, oh, shoot, like, am I? Do I? Da, 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 da. Then to me, that's always like the biggest non-red flag <laughs> that you, you're admitting like, oh, actually, I do this or that. Then it's like, okay, no, like you're not. So, yeah. So you still love me. I, yeah, of course, I still love you. <laughs> okay, just make sure we have that on record. Okay, um, and, and then the last thing is this, is um, we recently did a healing. That I think you guys might be very interested in this. So I, I, I've, been doing is the, uh, I've been using the body code uh, for a while. It's, it's the most advanced healing system uh, on the planet, my, my personal opinion. And um, uh, obviously, she's going to get certified soon in it. But um, I was working with her because recently, um, I don't know, I just felt like there was some... People that she's she's spoken to, um, you know, like I I just noticed that um, you know some people are could be kind of uh, you know kind of aggressive towards her, kind of like negative towards her, and I was like, I was like, what's going on with this? Like, there has to be a reason why uh, you are getting negative feedback from people. It was just kind of really really strange, you know. And so anyway, I I wanted to like investigate it, and I just wanted to. Um, I just wanted to ask, you know, like what is, what energies are you putting out that are causing people to kind of be mean to you or affect you, you know? Um, and so I wanted to see what that was all about. And basically I found a broadcast message. So, and by the way, if this podcast cuts out, just letting you know, there's going to be a part two. So don't, uh, don't fret about that. But anyway, um, the first thing is there was a broadcast message and what happened was, is it said that, um, uh, that's when you have a, it's almost like putting on a shirt and everyone sees that shirt and they act accordingly. So you, th- this might freak you out. This might freak a lot of people out going like, wait, these energies aren't just about me and my mind and how I think and how I act. And the answer is no, there are some energies that literally are making people act a certain way towards you, you know? And so she has a broadcast message of, I am abused. Um, but, uh, and then I remember asking like her and I were both like, there's something not right about that. And so in the body code, it's, it's asked like, is it, is it close to that? Or is there, is there a phrase that, that you, basically what it means is that, um, like her body's putting out this energy out there going like, I have been abused. So think about that. Imagine wearing a shirt, walking around saying I've been abused. People are going to be either walking away from you or people might be like, okay, fine. You've been abused. Fine. I'm going to abuse you more. And um, she actually had a photo of the narcissist in her mind. That's called an image in the body code. That's an actual energy that that reminds her of this um, narcissist. And and the, there was a theme to it, which was resentment. And so we created a new message for her, which is, I am a strong and empowered woman. So now people will be going around her and they'll feel that energy from her. Another one was like, you know, don't respect me, you know? So uh, it's really interesting that um, a lot of these things came from this narcissistic abuse. So imagine what's inside your body 
that maybe you're putting on a shirt that says a certain statement and you're wondering why you're attracting either more narcissists in your life or maybe people are treating you a certain way, trust me, it's not because of what you say. It's because of the music that comes out of you. So that's very fascinating. So um, if you see if you see a certain pattern in your life that you're like, I seem to attract these kind of people or I go into a relationship and then they treat me this way after a while or blah, blah, blah. There might be an energy you're broadcasting due to the fact that you used to be in a narcissistic relationship. All right. So this is my last question here. Um, one thing one thing I just wanted to correct too. When, when he mentioned that the reason that we felt that that, they're like, oh, something just seems off with this. I didn't resonate with that statement of I am abused. That's why when we both were like, oh, something just feels off. So when, what he was saying with that was um, it's just a, there was another phrase that meant something similar but it was just a little bit different and that's that's a phrase that he found that was i have been abused and that one was the correct one so yeah and what's interesting is because her intuition is very high too she kind of like knew it uh even before i like muscle tested it so she was being a little bit smart over there and i was like all right you already figured it out before me but uh but uh that's why she's uh, she'll be a better body code practitioner than me um anyway so and then also there's a um uh, I also want to let you know that there's there's underlying imbalances below that that uh, we won't mention here. But basically, I just kept asking her body, is there a reason why you have that? Is there a reason why you have that? And there were just other energies that were kind of backing up her shirt that she was wearing. You know. So anyway, let's get to the last question here. Um, if you had a, some advice to those who are in a narcissistic relationship, how can you help them using the emotion code? And we'll just end with that. Yeah. So first thing I would do is help set firm boundaries. That's so important to do. And it's something I was horrible at doing, but it's so important. So that was a, that's the first thing I would suggest that we do. Some other things that we could do are remove trauma that you've experienced from this relationship. Just find any imbalances, any um, trapped emotions that are stuck in there from that relationship. Remove those. Help you regain your self-confidence because if you're like me, you probably have hardly any from this relationship. Um, <clears throat> if you have PTSD also, like I do, then that also needs to be addressed. So we can figure out what's contributing to that, help you lower your triggers. Um, the other thing too is to remove your heart wall. This one's huge. And the heart wall is beautiful for so many different re reasons. But pertaining to this topic is that um, it will help you decide what is right for you. It'll help you speak your truth, help open you up and decide, is this the kind of relationship you want to stay in? Just kind of help you clear your mind more and help you think process better. Because um, in this kind of type of relationship, you are very brainwashed that it's hard to think for yourself and hard to know for yourself. So clearing your heart wall will for sure do that and help you with that. And then if you do decide to stay in this relationship, and they do not choose to change or get help. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a very hard relationship. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you're gonna be in a hard situation. Basically, what we're gonna be doing is kind of just placing like little band aids on you and kind of sending you back into the war zone um, because of the environment that you are in. So for this to work, and if you want it to work, it's gonna take both of you to fully commit, work on both of yourself. I wouldn't focus on him. I would or her. Like I would just focus on yourself, just you empower yourself, you get yourself in a happy, healthy place and same with him. Like if he can, if he or she 
both it's both both genres <laughs> men and female are definitely narcissists um then same with them they'll just need to focus they'll ha- we'll have to try and help them focus on them i know it's it's kind of easy for them to push the blame elsewhere but it's it it could be a beautiful thing and it could there could be a beautiful outcome to it so yeah well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Jessica. And uh, I'm just so grateful for you and um, all the work you've done. Um, you know, she works with a lot of clients as well. Um, and, you know, if anyone is interested in regards to, um, you know, being able to, uh, you know, set up a session with her, uh, we definitely want to. You want to go to healwithjess at gmail.com. Uh, again, it's healwithjess, J E S S at gmail.com and um, she can definitely help you out and do some healing for you especially if you resonated with kind of like her spirit see a lot of people some people they resonate with you know working with me some of them you know resonate with her i just mentioned your emails heal with jess at gmail is that okay h-e-a-l h-e-a-l correct okay yeah so you can email her there if you're interested and she could uh, be glad to um, help you out with an introductory session or she can help you with uh, um, your heart wall or whatever thing you're looking for symptoms she can definitely help you out and so with that we want to end our episode there i always like to end with this um you know the world has a false notion where i'll take care of you if you take care of me but what i found out is that if we take care of ourselves then we can help others. And as we help ourselves, we can change our home, we can change our city, we can change our country, and we can eventually change the world. So I want to say thank you for listening to our podcast, you know, Healing the Healers. Um, and I uh, look forward to where well, you're going to definitely do more episodes with narcissism. So stay tuned. Uh, we also do have a um, Dr. Brad interview that was delayed, but it's going to, um, we're going to reach out to him. And I think we're going to, uh, in about two weeks from now, I think we're going to get him on here. And so I'm excited for that. We're going to have some also amazing holistic healers uh, with other practices that they have or other modalities. Uh, anything that's going to help you who, Either you're a client and you, re- you receive healing or perhaps you're a healer yourself and maybe you are looking for other ways to heal yourself, you've come to the right place. So with that, everyone have a great night and I look forward to um, talking to you guys again. Take care. Bye-bye.